Yo, we're back. Another week closer to the F1 season. You know, I think we're less than a month away from winter testing, but today we're talking all things papaya orange. Team papaya, team papaya, let's get it. So, <laughs> and it's, I mean, I don't think it takes a genius to sum up this year. Lando Norris was obviously the better driver. When you look at the head-to-head, Lando was, I mean, better everywhere. Pretty much, but this is Danny's first year in the car. Danny's first year, and we've been on here to talk about the fact that Danny Rick get paid a lot, so he better step up. Yeah, he's making like, what, 15 million euros a year? Like, it's kind of crazy. Or 50, Yeah, I think it's 15 million euros. It's either 15 million US or 15 million euros, so... Regardless, it's a bag. It's a lot of money. Lando's making five, which I kind of scoff at because Charles is making, like, 12... How would you feel if you were outperforming your teammate every single week? It's professional sports, bro. I mean, Lando signed the bag and he he re-extended in 2021. That's his fault. I wonder if it ever comes up like with his boys like, man, you're getting underpaid. Yeah, but I also think that, too, that Lando's deals that worth $5 million right now may be worth more in the next two years. His he's going to get his payday, of course. But he's locked until 2025. It all, it so I hope it's come. not the $5 million. I hope I hope his contract extension comes up like next year or something. Like It, it kicks in where he gets more money because he's very underpaid for $5 million a year, I would say. Severely underpaid. And we, we talked about other drivers that are, you know, the Stroloviches of the world. But um, wow, the, the, the big <laughs> thing here is like, we do need to go back and find out, like, what did Daniel Ricciardo do to command such a bag when he has... He's, he, he was always a very good young talent, but he just never became a world champion. And he's been riding that, that coattail for far too well, long. Well, let me ask you this, and we'll get into Lando after. I guess we'll start with Danny. Does Danny show anything that he's not a good driver? Because think about this. I'll, I'll put context to you. He drove a flawless race in Monza when he led, start to finish, yes or no? Yeah, and what, what he, race was it when he overtook Max right off the jump? That was Monza. That was Monza, right? Right, so he drove a, flaw, a flawless finish in Monza, and he defended Max. It's not like Max wasn't on his, on his tails the whole time, right, up until the whole accident. So he did a really good job on Monza. He held off Valtteri Bottas more than on multiple occasions because how much times did we say, Valtteri's just hanging out behind Ricardo? So it was like... Yeah, he hasn't necessarily earned a reputation of someone like a Sebastian Vettel or Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen where they earn all this money because they're world champion, but has Danny Ricardo showed you anything that he's not a good driver? I'm not saying he's worth the money. His best finish, 2014, 2016, third with Red Bull. But, I mean, even 2015 in the Red Bull, he finished eighth. Like, it's hard because I just look at the eight wins, man, and it's... Yeah, but we talk about how difficult it is winning. He's never been in the best car. So think about it. If he started in 2014... 2014 is his first year with Red Bull because he came from Toro Rosso. But he's um, never been in the best car and he has eight wins. So Valtteri Bottas was in the best car and he has 10 wins. So it's like, are you, do you really want to take away from Danny? Like, what's the conversation about? We have, to, we have to be consistent with our argument. Red Bull has never had the top car since he's been in a, a F1. And McLaren definitely didn't have the top car. Last time he know. finished third was in 2016. 2017, he's with Red Bull, fifth. 2018, well, he's with Red what, Bull, sixth. What did Max do in those years? Renault, ninth. What Renault, did, fifth. What did Max year, do in those years? Um, I don't have it at the top of my fingertips, but it's, it's been a while since he's had real success. We're talking five years. 
Yeah, but what are we defining as success when you're not in the top car? That, like, that, that's the thing. Finishing fifth in Renault, to me, that's a big step up. Like, he finished fifth in Renault. You don't find that a major accomplishment in a Renault? Like, that's just my opinion, but up to you. Like, that's what we're here for. We're here for the, yeah. these discussions. But, I mean, today we're talking Papaya Orange, and it's his first year with his first year. He finishes eighth. I mean, it's not, we're not going to bash it. But the expectations this upcoming season for Danny Rick are high. But is, Especially with but the salary. The I think you have to look at the salary. Here's the thing. I, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Salary is one thing, right? Jalen Rose always says, you get what you have the ability to negotiate, not what you deserve, right? Facts. And Danny Rick is able to negotiate, negotiate because he is this larger-than-life personality. He brings... I would assume he brings a lot to the team, All you know, that is... Around sponsorship dollars, rest yeah, of it. Like, so he, he has a lot of money I that mean, comes I mean, he also him. brings all of Australia with him. That's a lot of money for McLaren, right? So it's probably factored in. Like, you got to think of those things as well. It is a business. We're not just talking racing aspect. But did he really, like, finishing eighth, that means he was in the top four in terms of teams, which he is. He's in the top four teams, and he finished at the bottom spot. Where else would you expect him? It's kind of crazy because I'm just, like, Lando's best finish was this year, and it was six. Yeah, I mean, but he was, like, what, 10 points away from finishing fourth? Mm-hmm. Like, he was really close. Danny wasn't really that close. I don't know. I, I think that we both agree that Danny's well overpaid, right? I think we both are, are in the same aspect of that, but he brings a lot of money to the team, and I don't think he's a bad driver. Like, I think he's better than Valtteri. Let me ask you this. Would you rather have had Danny for 2017 to 2021 in Mercedes or Valtteri? Wow, that's really hard because the only the only thing that I care about is who would have pushed Lewis harder so they didn't lose this last year. Well, I mean, theoretically, Danny could have won a title or two. Maybe it's such that's really hard, but man. That's speculation. Y- yeah, but I'm saying, who would you have? Who would you have rather had? I'm telling you, Danny, because Danny won eight races and not the strongest car. Valtteri won ten. In the, in the strongest, strongest car. car. So it's like, for me, it's a no-brainer. Like, Danny's a better driver, in my opinion, just based off of that fact alone. I think I'm going Danny Rick. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, the narrative that Danny Rick is overpaid, I'm with you. But So the other thing that's tough is when you look at his season, his first year with McLaren, he actually did better at the start. His finish to the year was poor. Obviously, we understand McLaren had some reliability issues. They, they had terrible luck. After Lando whole Russia incident, it just went downhill. Like, it just went downhill. Danny's end of the season was bad. And what, when did Lando crash? Was it in Spa? I feel like his confidence was shaking a little bit in Spa. Yeah, that's where he is. Four, so, Hungary, he retired. Belgium, 14th. Netherlands, 10. And then Italy, 2. Yeah, so I feel like after Italy, it kind of just went downhill. I mean, Russia, he had the bad luck. It, it was just like, he had, they had the incident in Spa. They had a good weekend in Italy. And then it was just downhill for McLaren. They, they really did nothing for like... The rest of the year. It was an interesting year for The McLaren. last seven races of the year for Danny Rick, though, only two of those seven, he scored points. It's rough. How many times did, did we hear on the radio, like, he's having this issue or that? He had a lot of issues towards the end of the year. I'm not going to hold that against him. I remember, and I'm not here for specifics, but I remember, like, he had a tire issue. One was a fuel issue. Like, I don't Retired feel like in it was Brazil, Yeah. 12th in guitar, 12th remember, in Abu Dhabi. Remember in Abu Dhabi, there was something wrong with his car, they said? Yeah, he, there was a lot of issues. So... It's hard to really kind of bash him 
with the year that just happened. But ultimately, moving forward to 22, McLaren, Ferrari, this fight is going to be... It's not no, it's not going to be a fight. You think Ferrari's going to dominate? Yeah, cuz I think we both said we expect Ferrari to be number 2. I think there's going to be more of a fight fight between McLaren and Red Bull cuz I think Red Bull's going to take a little bit of a step back, but let's talk about 2022 and then we'll get into Lando after that. What are your expectations for Ricardo? What does a successful year look like for him? This is his second year in the car, so we are going to judge him off of harder standards. Where does McLaren sit in the field? Are they the fourth best car? Yes, they're the fourth best car. And it's sad to say because it's my, it's my team. And we're not competing for a constructor championship. So it's year. the fourth best car in the field, right? They have the Mercedes engine, but they don't have the budget. Let's be real. McLaren doesn't have the budget that these teams have. His best finish in the last five years has been fifth. If you're Danny Rick, I think it's so hard to even say this is good, but like he's got to finish fifth. Okay, so I think that... I think that's fair based off just numbers, but who's going to finish ahead of him? So if Lewis comes back, I can pencil in Lewis. Lewis and Max, easy. Okay. You You're going to put in One Charles. Ferrari guy? One Ferrari guy? Yeah. Charles or Sainz, they're interchangeable. Okay. So then what about George? He's in a better car. You're going to put George in there 100%. So, but Lando's better than Danny. So, like, is it really a that's realistic That's what I'm saying. Like, if Danny doesn't finish fifth, who should be better, Danny or Lando? Lando. Lando's the better talent. Yeah, so so then but why Danny why am I has been, more experience and he's But it's not like Lando's just brand new to F one. This is his third year. So like it's not like Lando's just like this soaking wet guy like So Juan do we Dujo. see do we see Lando fifth? Like if Danny finishes I think Lando lower finish, than six, it's bad. I finish I think it finishes one, two Mercedes, and I don't I am not gonna talk about who I think is one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. and then I think Max and I think both for I think for both Ferrari guys will be up there. I expect Lando and Danny to take six and seven. Actually, I, I expect maybe I expect Danny to be an eighth again, because I expect both Ferraris to be on top of them, and I expect Checo he might even finish ninth. So, what do the papyri like? So okay, I, okay, hang on, let, let me finish this because this is realistically let's finish this. So both Mercedes drivers were penciling in the top five, right? Yeah. Are you penciling both Red Bull drivers? No. I'm where not. you? What are you putting Max? Third, fourth? I'm putting Max in the top, the top three. five. Okay. Where are you putting Checo? Not in the top five. Top eight? Checo, top seven. Okay, so then where, where does the Ferrari drivers fit? That's, that's eight teams there. No, we got three drivers right now. Lewis, George, Max. Then you got the Ferrari guys. That's five. Then you have his better teammate. Then you got Lando, then six. Then you got Checo. Checo, And then you seven. got Danny. Danny, eight. It's exactly where I expect him. So this is where, like, at what point do the Papaya Orange just got to realize, like, what are we competing for? But but that's not. I, I don't think that's the, the right fourth question. Best car. But I don't think that's the right question, though. I mean, I, I well, actually, it is the right question. What are we competing for? But they're competing to eventually compete for championships again. But realistically, Danny belongs at eight. Like I think Ferrari's gonna have that much better of a car. I think Lando's a better driver than Danny, and I think Red Bull will have a little bit better of a car too. So it's like, after we've said all this, do you still expect the? the is top five a successful season for him? Just looking like at some point, and where do you show love to, has to level up to the top. Like they can't be the fourth best car. Uh, uh, where do you show love to Pierre Gasly and all that? McLaren's better than AlphaTauri. I know, but Pierre Gasly's shown he's very exceptional. Like he's if Danny Rick is finishing below Pierre Gasly, then it's time. But do you think Pierre Gasly belongs on Red Bull? I think we said yes. 
Yes, but we know that Pierre Gasly ain't going to ever be in a Red Bull again. So would you not say Pierre Gasly's a better driver than Danny? I'd rather Pierre Gasly in the McLaren with Lando. I would too. So I'm just saying, like, I could say I could see Pierre being right beside Danny, whether he finished a little lower. But so, so we you're started right. this conversation on like what is success for Danny Rick this year? Number eight. I, I think I think if, if he finishes above eight, that's successful. If he finishes eight, exactly where I expect him. Okay, so now think about this. McLaren strategy meeting, Zach Brown. In their mind, they've got all the data. You, and as realistic as they can be, success for them is not Danny Rick at number eight. No. Success for them is in Lando. So you asked me, and I, I want to get to that, what is success look like for McLaren? What are they competing for? Lando Norris has to be top five. So his best finish was six this year. He finishes top five. Does, does he have the chance? Because, again, we're going into this season where it's, it's going to be way tougher to, to race. The car is going to be hard to control. It's more racy. Does Lando actually have a fair shot at, at competing for that top four? He does. I mean, so we, we have to v- make very clear guidelines. We don't know. What- are we basing it off their current standings and where we think they're going? Or are, we, are we throwing a bun- bunch of a monkey wrench in it because it's 2022? Like, what are we basing it off of? Are I think we- we're basing it off on the fact that everything is is... We will not know until we see the first race, but everything is saying that this year it's actually going to be the driver impact is going to be significantly higher than the performance of the see, car. On your criteria, I mean, Lando should be finishing top five because he's shown he's a really good driver. When he blew out his wheel in, I think it was Brazil. Great move by him. He just pulled a little bit to the left. Like, Lando's shown great racing instinct, right? And we'll get into Lando, but. What are the chances Red Bull really. Has a dud of a car this year. I don't think they have a dud. I just don't think they take the same steps that someone like because Ferrari is. Can McLaren? Can it be Mercedes, Ferrari, McLaren? No, no. Red Bull has no to be there. Hell, no way in hell, in my opinion. And that's just my opinion. It's gonna, like I said, Red Bull's gonna take a step back, but not that big of a step back. Like I feel okay if we were to base it off championship constructors points. Let's say Mercedes gets five hundred and sixty points. Okay. Ferrari might have 480, Red Bull will have like 430, and McLaren's going to have like 350. I really think when you start to, like Max, obviously, we know what a talent he is, but Checo is still an X factor. We don't know what he's going to, it's the second year in the car, like, we don't know what to expect. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about on Red Bull, so we won't get into that too much, but I really do expect... Can Lando punch above his weight in this car is it a but he's been punching above his weight can he compete in that like how many podiums can he get i mean having he had four this year pretty good year i would say he had a number two finish good he had four finish three third place so it's like but like lando's also only 22 years old bro like we're at like lando's still very young he finished fourth like uh obviously at silverstone he finished fourth as well like Lando it's just a few wins away from more podiums. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Lando might be able to get into that fourth place. No, there's no way in hell. You, uh, I have to be consistent. You said Ferrari's going to be two this year. So yeah, you, but you, can you, they be two with you one of their drivers have, splitting a Mercedes you driver? Ha- you don't have space. If you have Max, Lewis, and Georgia number three, and Ferrari's going to be number two, you don't have space for Lando. I really think Mercedes is going to be completely dominant. The pairing of 
and again, this is we're, we're hoping Lewis is there. But Lewis and George, like that's a power team. Yeah, but I'm saying, so where do you slot in Lando if you have Ferrari number two? I think if you go, if it's a one-two Mercedes, and you have one Ferrari driver third, can Lando split the other Ferrari driver? Hell no, and he's Max? not beating Max. It's Max Verstappen we're talking about. We've seen what Max Verstappen can do in qualifying laps. We've seen what Max Verstappen does with a lesser car in Red Bull. We've seen the I, I difference think, between Max Verstappen and Checo. I think I'm Checo. just highly optimistic that Red Bull's car is... But you're talking about the world champion. You're talking about a guy that literally... Checo had no shot in hell in being Lewis, while Max took that car and Max actually gave him a shot. Max is special. We know that. I'm not going to... So, but who are you banking on? Are you banking on Max or are you banking on Lando? So I'm, Lando's ceiling, his best case scenario is fifth. It's not his best case, but that's my realistic expectation for him. Because... Everybody on this that listens to this podcast knows how high I am on George. I think George is an exceptional talent. I think he'll get a chance to show it this year. We obviously know what Lewis can do. Where no one's doubting what Lewis Hamilton can do. And I'm very strong on Ferrari this year, so I have to stay consistent. So, are you betting on Lando over Max? No. I, I'm just... I, his best case scenario is really fifth. No, that is his realistic It's going to be... His best case scenario is finishing in the top three, but realistically... It's going to be for McLaren 5-8. I think it'll be a 5-8. I, I think that's where he'll sit in. But, I mean, if he does... If Lando goes higher than fifth, even if he does fifth, I feel like he's had an exceptional year. Like, I think that's the one thing we always forget, and I would love to talk to, like, an F1 driver about this, is, like, we always talk about winning, but sometimes in F1, it is a sport that winning, not winning, can still mean you're successful. Because, you know what? There's only one winner on one weekend, and there's 23 weekends. It's not like basketball where you can win every other night. Of course. And in, and in basketball, and it, the worst team can win. Yeah. And then in Formula One, no, it doesn't Pause work like winning. that. So, McLaren finished fourth. They're probably going to finish fourth again. Yeah. Unless Alpine challenges them. No, Alpine ain't challenging nothing, bro. We already talked about Alpine. Okay. So. Actually, you know what? I hate to bet against Alonzo. Because I don't see Aston Martin doing much. I think that. I think you'd be surprised. We're, we're going to see Ferrari level up. So it's going to be Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull. And those three are really going to distance themselves from the rest of the mid-pack. Yeah, I mean, it depends what you define as distance. Because I think McLaren will be competitive, but they won't be, like, close, if that makes sense. They'll still so be off that's by, why like, when we started to gauge success for McLaren, it's like, okay, you know, we got a 5A, they finished fourth in the constructors, but are they close to third place or that, not? That's a successful year. If they finish fourth and they're not even close, then I'm, it's not a successful year. But if Lando is, like, scrapping with number 4-5 and he's actually putting it to the to test and, like, oh, who's going to finish fourth? Successful year for Lando, or, or if he finishes four or higher. Ricardo, if Ricardo finishes eighth, he did what he, I expect him to do. If he's fighting for seventh or sixth, then it's a successful year. I don't judge things off of results. I judge based off of but everything. It, it, you just have to look at the progress. Like, if we're still at fourth, but we're closer to third, that's progress. Yeah, it's no different than when we, when, when we talked about you're because like, well, you're, you said that McLaren went backwards from last year, number three. And I'm like, well, they technically didn't go backwards because they scored more points than they did last year per race. And Ferrari just really leveled up again. So it's like McLaren has always been the fourth best team. Because Alpine a was a ways away from McLaren. Yeah. So, like, I don't expect Alpine to be competing with McLaren. And Aston Martin, I really, I, 
we I've don't lost believe, a lot of faith in them. I don't believe in Strolovich. That's my real thing. And like, Vettel, who is not even old, is also just kind of like... Yeah, so. it was Vettel's first year in the car, though. Remember, so, in, 20, in 2018 and 2019, he was putting in a fight with Lewis Hamilton. And then the car was a dud in 2020. So, like, I'm not going to throw in the towel on Sebastian Vettel just yet. But we will... This will be a big year for, for Seb, I think. Because if Seb's as great as a driver as everybody says, well, this is a driver's car. So we expect you to put up some great performances. That's the big thing, though, right? Like, everybody we're talking about is... 2022 is all about being a great driver. It's not about the car as much anymore, right? So all these guys that we think are great drivers, they should be up there. They should be. And Seb Vettel is a great driver. That's what we think. Listen, four-time champ. We know that there's luck involved, but he's a four-time champ. Yeah, there is luck involved, but at the same time, we'll find out. We will find out. Well, let's talk a little bit about Lando's year because we've just been talking about 2022. What do you define Lando's 2021 year as? Four podiums. That's success right there. Like, I th- you know, four podiums, the second place finish. And really could have been easily six podiums. Yeah, and I feel that uh, he got robbed of his win in Russia by his youth and his uh, impatience to pit. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been seven then. Well... Let's be real. He could have had a first or a race win. Um, I define it as a very good year. I mean, for the, for the first half of the year, he looked like he was the third best driver. Yeah, he started the year really good. I mean, fourth place in Bahrain. And then McLaren's luck just went downhill. Cause if they didn't have the reliability issues, he squeaks in a few more podiums. So overall... I, I feel like he would have finished, uh, finished fourth because he only lost by, like, what, five points, six points? Like... He lost by like there was also so much great like momentum at the start of the year. Like everyone was like, "Man, can Lando be the third best driver on this on this grid?" So, result aside, where would you rank Lando, driver wise? We're gonna rank both. I, of them you now. know what? I want to rank him higher. Like if we're just ranking results side, I want to rank year. him. Based I want to. He's. I'm taking him over the Ferrari drivers. Okay, so you have. You so have I've Lewis. got George and Lewis. No, no, no. Last year only. Okay. Where, where, where did you rank his? Okay, last year. So you, you ranked Max or Lewis number one? Lewis, Max. So you ranked Lewis over Max? Of course. You're crazy. I can't. Max was the better driver in the year. Lewis yeah, we're saying results aside. I'm just saying. Like, no, no, I'm saying he was actually the better driver. He did, less, he did more in a lesser car. So that, but anyways, you're entitled to your opinion, but. Of course. I, I, know, I just I, can't go backwards I, on my guy, I know you don't. I know you don't want to pick Max, but Max was definitely the better driver because they had a lesser car. Just throwing okay. that out there, but. I'll let you go, and then I can say mine. So I'm going to go Lewis, Max. I guess I'm going to put, you know what? I think Lando was the third best driver last year. Okay. Rank out till you get to Danny Ricardo. Lewis, Max, um, Lando, Carlos, Charles, I'm at five. George. Six. Alonzo. Seven. Danny Rick. Okay. So I got Max Lewis. I have Lando number three as well. I don't care about the, the amount of points because then that would have to put Valtteri third, and that's never happening. Yeah, we didn't put Valtteri in the top. Um, <laughs> that's why he wasn't in the top then ten I have by Charles. Okay. Then I have George. Then I have Carlos. Actually, no, I'll put Carlos fifth. That's disrespectful. 
I also have George six, and then yeah, I'm pretty much same as you. I have Alonzo seventh and Danny Rick eighth. Like that's how I kind of feel good. And then if you're, I'm rounding on my top ten, I'll probably slide in Sebastian Vettel there. I think he, I think he showed some great races, and he did a lot with a brand new car. And we all know that Aston Martin car wasn't good because we saw what Lance Strolovich did. So I'm pretty, uh, pretty confident in that one. Who would you round out your top ten with? Yeah, I'll, Pierre. I'll go, oh yeah, Pierre. Pierre and Vettel. Actually, no, I gotta put Checo over Vettel. Pierre. I'll go Pierre and Checo, and then Vettel eleventh. I go Pierre, then I go with um, Vettel. Oh, you're gonna put Vettel over Checo? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But yeah. Um. So, all in all, successful season for Lando. I want to say successful for Danny. What are you successful for you as well? For Danny? Yeah. He did have a race win. It's just not impressive, man. It's hard to say. Successful and impressive are two different things. Successful, yeah. yes or no for you? Yeah, it was successful. Okay, so explain to me why it wasn't impressive to you. Uh, finish your point. You know why? Because I... Danny Rick, again, we've been talking about it. He comes across as this championship caliber driver, and it's just hard to finish where he finishes and say that it's impressive. Like, yeah, but the money—I don't, don't don't include the money, bro. He but brings it, so much money. All of those things are part of yeah, the process. Yeah, but okay. So here's my thing, right? I hear you. You're you you're bang on, but you have to look at this perspective. How much money does Danny Rick bring into McLaren? it? Was you know what? At the end of the day, it was not impressive. Okay, but I'm saying, how much money does he, I'm not even talking impressive. How much money does he bring to McLaren? We don't know. And you know what? I've been trying to find right now. This is where F1 lacks transparency. I cannot find revenue sale? anywhere merch on what team spent in 2021 i would love to well that's gonna come out after it will soon but i want to know like how much did mclaren spend because we keep saying they don't have the budget they don't have the budget i want to know how far they are from ferrari they don't have the budget like those guys though i think we that's know a that fact. but when you look at red bull mercedes and ferrari even with all the the little red tape around the cap expenditure where is mclaren and if you're mclaren what do you need to Can spend to be competitive for you Mercedes spends what they spend on salaries and Lewis alone. Red Bull spends Max's salary on Ma on Ricardo and Thing alone. It just shows you like there is a, there's there's a difference, bro. There's levels. There's levels too, right? But McLaren can't be that far off, and no, I think that McLaren that needs to as we as this sport continues to grow and the spotlight continues to expand um, in in the Western world. McLaren will have to increase its budget. I think that's why McLaren... But does it? The, the salary cap's in place. Yeah, but they increase it in other aspects, just like Mercedes and Ferrari. Yeah, I, but, you know, top three drivers... You, uh, you driver salaries in R&D. Your, your top three. No, that's included in your salary cap. So what's not included from my understanding right now is your driver salaries, your top three paid employees, marketing, and uh, something else. But I can't remember the last thing. So those are the biggest things. So, like... Technically, Patronas, here's $50 million to be our sponsor. Woohoo, you do all the R&D on this side. Like, there's That's ways to saying. get around McLaren it. needs to do it. And I think but, like, McLaren... But they have that money? I think, well... Zach Brown this, talked about how they were this is broke why, in 2019. It was, this is why I think McLaren, that Volkswagen-Audi collab in 2025 or 2026, it's all going to work towards that. You... I mean, McLaren was close to going bankrupt before they got, per, uh, got, before they got a major investment, right? That's well documented. Zach Brown said it, it was bad. It, it was like, people don't know how bad it was. Like, it wasn't like really bad, but it was, pretty, it was getting bad. But like, 
why would they invest in McLaren? They can just bring their own team in the Volkswagen Group. I think you have to put some sort of value behind the history of McLaren. I hear you, but I'm saying why they wouldn't invest into McLaren? Wouldn't they just so then they would just buy into a Porsche team or Audi team? So then, but those discussions are being had. I know, but I'd say it doesn't make sense for them because why wouldn't they just? So buy? then, does McLaren stay in the sport long term? They will stay in the sport. I just don't think they'll ever go back to what they were before. I picked a, the So then at some point in time, Lando has to move on. Nah, he'll, he can squeeze one. He ain't going to win a championship with McLaren then. If you're that good of a driver, you can squeeze one. McLaren can have, got McLaren limited can have, resources then? McLaren can have one good year. Remember, Kimi Raikkonen squeezed one. So you don't think uh, Lando will ever be in the best car? Um... He might, but I can see him finishing his... Lewis his, can't race forever. I can see him finishing his career at McLaren if they pay him a good amount of money. Who... We've talked about this. Who pairs up with George at Mercedes? I told you, Mr. Mick Schumacher. Mick, Nick DeVries, sure, but like, is there a Lando play? But I just... We talked about this. If you would like a Lando and George, and you said no. You, <laughs> you said I know, that. but now when we start to really peel back the onion on the McLaren side... But why would, why would Lando leave McLaren if they're in a pretty competitive car? It's the only team he's ever known. And they always put out a competitive car. Because the car's competitive. It's just not the best car on the circuit. And they pay him a handsome salary. Everyone wants to be in the best car, bro. They do. But sometimes the grass isn't greener. But if he's a talent as high as you are in him, he deserves to be in a better car. But, okay, so let me ask you this. You've seen Alonso squeeze out two championships in a Benetton, Renault, right, over Ferrari. Do we think Lando's good enough to squeeze one or two? I really can't see Lando squeezing out one with McLaren and the current status quo of McLaren. And that's fair. But if he does, what, does he have any incentive to leave? Man, look at Raikkonen's career, man. He won one, like, no, Raikkonen but, had, was in, there were many times. He was in Ferrari career. for a while, Exactly, though. like. He had a great car. Yeah, but that's not the point. The point is, if you squeeze one, do you leave? Or do you if he squeezes one, there's more incentive for other teams to pull him. That's very true. I think, I, I think you're right there. But I don't know. I, I hope Lando's a future world champion. But I think he has what it takes to be a future world champion. So at some point in time, if McLaren's not going to level up, and that's what I'm trying to find out here, is like, why... Won't McLaren level up? So let me ask you this, though. Okay. And I, I thought of this top of the head. Not too much thought. We have George Russell and Max Verstappen. They're arguably in the best cars today. Right? Yeah. And why, is, why should George have the chance over Lando? Now hang on. So, so, literally me, just so I'm throwing this preference. out there. So that's part of my thing. Let me finish. Charles is not arguably one of the best cars that we think is going to be the best car next year. Right? Yeah. So if those two are competing and winning championships, who, who the hell is going to pull Lando? Unless Lando's better than them. But why would you pull Lando? Because At he's some in the, point no, in so time, hear me, Charles hear me has out. to win. No, but hear me out. They're in the same time frame. They're, both, they're all the same age. And if they're all competing for a championship, let's say they're all super competitive. Lando, George, and, uh, sorry, George, Max, and Charles. Charles. Why would you pull Lando? Well, I think, why would I think the only move? chance it happens is on, the, uh, is on the Ferrari side. I think at some point in time, if Ferrari doesn't win with Charles, it can get ugly. But I'm, I hear you. That's fair. But I'm saying if they are competing for championships, those then three, nothing changes. But that's what I'm saying. So why would Lando ever move? 
the, the reality is one of those three teams is not going to win. So Max Verstappen will probably race for Red Bull his whole career if he can. Yeah, he's already won. He'll, he'll, he seems like that type of guy. Like he'd rather work with the same people. He's already won. He he's ach- he's achieved his goal. Yeah. If George Russell wins on Mercedes and he's super competitive, I don't know if they're moving on from George. It depends on what happens with Mick and the secondary driver. Yeah, let's let's say he does make a move into Mercedes. I don't think he's taking on any of those guys though. Like I think for I think Ferrari's happy with Charles. I think Charles has shown a lot of talent. So I don't know, like, if he doesn't win, but if he's competing, if he's second three years in a row, are you really swapping him out for Lando? Mm-hmm. Like, think about that. Like, if they're actually competing for championships, all of them are really close. Let's say George takes one, Charles takes one, Max takes three. Who you sw- are you really swapping out for Lando? He's never really fought for a championship. Yeah, it's just really unfortunate to think that Lando might never win. He may not, and and that's my thing. Is like it's not like McLaren has old Lewis and old Valtteri, and you t- take Lando as your talent. These three top teams have already picked their young talents, so it's for, in my opinion. Mercedes will have to pick their second young talent, and we're they just don't saying. Have to, though. Well, we're just saying that it might be Mick. It might be a Nick DeVries. But they don't have to. What happens if they pick up a veteran to put, pair beside him? It's not. I've I've told you I've doubled down. Mercedes will go young. No, but I'm not saying you, what you've doubled down. What happens if they don't pick a young person? What happens if they pick someone like Danny Rick? They will not. It's, it's not the point. What happens if they tend to go with someone a little bit more seasoned? What happens if, they, mean, go, what it, happens if they pick up uh, Carlos Sainz? It, it may, but I just find it highly unlikely. Okay, but so Carlos Sainz, you don't see them picking him, pick him up. I think Carlos Sainz is going to be... No, no, let's say in three years, his contract is up. Mercedes there's no way. Lewis walks there's away. no way. Why is there no way? You, you keep saying there's no way, but let's say his contract ends up and the same year Lewis retires. Lewis retires in 2024. Carlos signs his contract up 2024. Why would he? Why would Mercedes not pick him up? If Mercedes is still one of the best constructors yes. in three years' time, and George has performed, I think that second seat will be open to. But, Car- um, but Carlos could- Sainz has shown he's a really good driver. But you're saying there's no way, so I'm trying to ask you why is there no way in hell I this just happens? Can't see them picking Carlos over. You can't see it's over. not the same thing. You said there's no way. Why would that not be a possibility? It's just... It's like no different than picking up Valtteri Bottas. Carlos in three years' time is going to be 30 years old. Still young enough to compete. Seasoned. Why wouldn't you pick him up? And if George is a world champion, why would you want to disrupt by bringing another young guy that's hungry to win his first, like, super young guy? It's plausible. It's possible. That's all I'm saying to you. You're saying it's impossible. So I'm just saying to you, it's like... What, like land, the, the, it's just because I feel so strong about them doubling down on young talent. Yeah, but that's I, all. But you, but that's your opinion. I'm saying, why is it not possible that they pick up someone yeah, like a Carlos? It's Sainz? just I, from my perspective, opinion sees it that way. Obviously, it's not. If they want to go, Carlos, they can go I feel Carlos. like Mercedes. If George is a world champion, they're not going to pick up someone that's going to dis- try to disrupt. If he, if George pulls off two in a row, you think they're going to want to pull up an, of someone that wants to be number one? I love driver? how he keeps sliding. George pull off two in a row. I no, mean, I'm, listen, I'm not that's going to that. be amazing. No, but I'm saying if George pulls off two in a row, if he's a world champion, you think they want to disrupt by bringing in a young guy like that? Like the reason why the I Lewis, think the sport is going to, you know, constantly evolve in two three years. Man, it could be so competitive. You need to have the best drivers together. You're going to see more of the Nico well, Lewis kind of. But, but Carlos is so good. Like I don't think he's. I think he's a great number two driver. I don't think he's a number one driver on a great team. I think he's a great number two driver. Like he's shown Maybe what he can he do in the Ferrari. Maybe he squeezes one out in Ferrari and then goes to Mercedes. Maybe. So here, here, here's this then. So let, let's let's go back to our original conversation on this. Which team is he most likely to go to? You're saying Ferrari. He's most likely to go to. 
He's most likely to take Charles' place. Hmm. Would he even want to race a Ferrari? I said earlier, everyone wants to race in the best car, right? So, And we know what Ferrari yields as far as just... But, but here's the thing. I'm going to throw this back at you. If Ferrari wins, then Charles isn't going anywhere. If he doesn't win, they're not in, he's not in the best car. Hmm. So what's the conversation? If Charles wins, then he's not going anywhere. And if he doesn't win, then why would Lando want to move there? I think over the next few years, something will happen, though, on both those top three teams, there will be room for a seat. Okay, so which seat is it? That's what I'm asking you. Well, Checo. No, no, which seat, is, which seat is... No, to replace the young talent. Who would he replace? Let's say he's going over there to be a number one driver. Because I wouldn't leave McLaren to become a number two driver. Doesn't make sense to me, honestly. But that's my opinion. Then it's, it's difficult. So, so Unless there's a team that's going to prioritize the two of them as not being a number one driver. Which, which is possible Mercedes does. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. But which one would you actually want him to replace? Which one is most likely him to replace? Is it Ferrari? I can't see him replacing George. I think the only chance would be at the Ferrari. And I agree with you. I think that's the most possible. He's not replacing Max. No. Max, if it's his choice, I feel like he's a Red Bull lifer. Yeah. So the only possible place then as a number one driver is in Ferrari. Yeah. But like I just said, if Ferrari so wins, Charles is not unlikely. leaving. Exactly. And if Charles loses, then why would Lando want to move there when he's in? It just comes now when you start, when we listen to this over and I just feel like Lando may be trapped in like, a complacent team for the rest of his life. I think so. That's what it sounds like from us. But as a number one driver, he's McLaren. I think if he wants him to take a chance and be equal playing field or a number two driver, that's when he'd move to like a Red Bull, Mercedes, or Ferrari. So begs the question Will Lando Norris ever win a world championship? I have to say yes because I'm Team Papaya, bro. I have to say yes. <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he does. I think too. that's where we got to end off, bro. No, we, we got one quick thing. Let's shout out all the listeners, man. We see a France tapping in again. Man, we got people tapping in all over the world. I love it. I love to just look and see where everyone's listening. Um, man, we got, we got people everywhere. Uh, we got multiple continents in play. Yeah, shout out to all you guys that listen. We appreciate it. Multiple nationalities, multiple countries. We love it. Formula One is a global sport, so hopefully we're bringing it back to America and we got global listeners. Last thing we'll say is, is make sure you guys tap in, man. Comment on our YouTube reels. Comment on our Instagram. Let us know if you think Lando will be a world champion. My answer is yes. I think Kurt's answer is no. Yeah, will Lando be a world champion? You didn't answer the question, bro. Um, I don't think he wins a world championship if he stays in McLaren. That's all. And if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, Ghana, it doesn't matter. Wherever you're listening, if you have the opportunity to follow, make sure you follow. If you have the opportunity to rate like on Apple or Spotify, give us a five star. And if it's on Apple, give us a review. Perfect. We'll see you guys uh, on Thursday for uh, probably we'll talk about rumors and new, news. Yeah, yeah. All the all the garbage that's going around. We need Lewis back. Yeah, so there's not we'll enough to make that episode today because there's just like Max calling him lucky. But we'll dive into that a little bit on Thursday. Peace.